Sí. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. It's a beautiful day in downtown Columbia. Isn't that what you call it, Del Kennedy? Columbia. Columbia, Tennessee. I like the way you say that. We have guests today, Del Kennedy, on the show. Good morning, we Jack. Have, we have Michael Fulbright. Good morning, Jack. And Mr. Jonathan Berry. Good morning, Jack. How you doing, buddy? Guys, thanks for joining the show today. Um, it is recording day. Date is March 17th, 2022. It is Happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, if... It, if you got your green on, you're in good shape. If you're not, I'm hearing that, that you could get a little bit of an hour or pinch or something going on, right? Isn't that uh, like a tradition? I didn't get the memo. You didn't get the yeah. memo? It's a yearly memo. I know, I know. I just I blew it. <laughs> I haven't been pinched yet, but I got green. You, I see yeah. the green. I see the green. I, I wore a shirt that has some green shade in it, so I think I'm safe. Jack, you reach across here, and there's going to be some problems. Okay, I won't <laughs> be doing that. I'm not, I'm not one of those kind of instigators, guys. Honestly, I'm really not. Um, have some green apple juice later. Yeah, well, of <laughs> course. Um, you know, Thursday, March seventeenth. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Um, let me go around the room and uh, have everybody introduce themselves. Uh, Michael, tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself. You've been on the show before, but not everybody may know who you are who are listening. Well, I'm Michael Fulbright. I have lived here in Columbia for twenty five years now. Uh, currently, the community liaison for the Murray County Jail Recovery Program, help uh, folks get their lives straight after they are released from prison, and also serve as the chairman of the school board. So that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, that's him in a nutshell. He's also an author of uh, two children's books. I've children's got one books. of them. Do you? Yeah. Uh, and uh, we like to brag on that because, you know, part of Murray County Public Schools, we have an author of a children's book in the room. Um, what inspired you to do that book? I know we've talked about that a little bit before, Michael. It was just kind of a, a hobby there for a little while. It was basically just my recollection of a normal weekend spent with my daughter and uh, some of the things that we do and see throughout our neighborhood. And I thought, well, that that kind of looks like a nice little children's book. So uh went and found somebody to publish it and have enjoyed doing it and then have done one What's, on my own since then. What is the name of the book? My Day with Daddy is the first one, and Little Hands is the second one. And at Kiwanis, when you spoke at Kiwanis, um, you had books for sale that day. I think that's when I got mine. I did, and... Uh, Anyone can contact me through uh, Facebook or through the website to get a hold of me to get one, or they sell them on the square at Duck River Books. So I'm very thankful that they've been a great supporter of uh, letting me stick those on the shelves, and and uh, I really thank them for all they they've done for me. I think it's pretty darn cool that you made it a, made a children's book and and had it published and everything. I think that's pretty excellent work. And thank you for being the the Board of Education uh, school board chair. It's no easy task and to be able to handle that and you do a very good job at it. I met every meeting um helping hopefully getting a live broadcast out there for our listening audience. And so thank you for that also. Sure thing. I Try my best. That's uh, it's like herding cats. The old cliche goes, but uh, I've seen that commercial. Yeah, it's uh, I enjoy it. It's it. I always try to find ways to help out the community, and this is one of the ways that I've found lately to be able to do that. 
Like you said, it's not easy, but it is rewarding. It sure is. All right, next I want to introduce Mr. Jonathan Barry. Jonathan Barry is our Safe Schools Coordinator. Jonathan, tell our little listening audience a little bit about yourself. Well, how you doing, Jack? I'm, I'm I, I came to Columbia in 2004 uh, via Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and Hendersonville. Uh, graduate of MTSU. Um, started law enforcement career at that same time in 2004, and I was... It's 15 years in law enforcement. I started my career at the Murray County Sheriff's Department. I was the SRO in several of our schools here. I spent the majority of my time at DA Cox. Um, during that time, I worked with Dr. Steen and Eric Pearman, who's now your assistant superintendent. I left there in 2013 in the same role with Williamson County um, for a year, and then I'm an administrator with the Williamson County Sheriff's Department. I had the uh, SROs. I had every SRO south of 840. Uh, 2019, I came to Murray County Public Schools as a safe schools coordinator when that position opened up. Been doing it ever since. Enjoy it. Get the best of both worlds. I still am a liaison between the all law, local law enforcement, EMA, and guys here. Spend a majority of my time with the SROs out of this unit as I used to work with those guys. So we help them out, make sure we're keeping our kiddos safe and doing good things for Murray And I dabble in kind of other stuff, transportation as well. I, you know, I I have a lot of fun working with Jonathan. He's my go-to person when it comes to if there's something I hear or hear about going on at one of our schools, my first call is to Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, what's happening at this such and such school? Um, just recently, we had a lot of fun. We went over to uh, witness a, a active shooter training for our SROs. We made a video and everything and put it in our weekly newsletter. We didn't, you know, glad you know, that was one of my talking points, Jack, and so we, we'll talk about it now. All right. Like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, police officers have to go through 40 hours of a training every year, you know, for their in-service. Some of that training isn't in firearms. And to be honest with you, this, the training that we send them to, um, is Tendro, Tendro conference in Nashville. That's also part of their in-service training. But that particular training was firearms training. It was, yeah, it was, was loud. Semi, it was ammunition training. There wasn't firearms <laughs> inside our school. There's a little bit of paintballs, you know, yeah. uh, splashing around. But, no, they do that as um, active shooter scenarios. Uh, that's the worst-case scenario of any of our schools. Is that's what they train for. You know, they have fire drills all the time, but, we need, you know, the SROs are training on the active the shooter drills constantly. You know, being there for that training, and, and I knew it was just um, a mock-up. It was just training, but I felt a little nervous just knowing what they were going to be encountering as they were walking around a door. Because you had the good guy, bad guy scenario, because you had a person that supposedly was an active shooter in the room when the SRO was approaching it. Yeah, I was completely surprised they let you get in there with them. I was, I like, was so sure cool. you had the protective gear on. Yeah, like, yep, I had a helmet hurt. on and everything. Yeah, And I'm glad you did, and you got that that viewpoint as a, as a layman to get to see that and actually get some film footage of that, because it is a scary situation. And it's we hope that that never happens. Absolutely. It's happened close to us before. One right. of the first school shootings was just about 15, 20 miles down the road mm-hmm. uh, from us. We haven't had anything like that happen here. Um, you know, I, I, you know, to my knowledge, I know we've had some other tragedies that has occurred in our system, but um, we have to prepare for that. Absolutely. And, um, but we also, and I want my guys to also focus on um, mental health with uh, what they deal with, with with students and things like that. But, but the active shooter is, is one of our biggest concerns, and we 
Well, I had some positive feedback on the video we shot. I shot the hallway scenario coming to the active shooter, yep. and then I went and then we, you know, we stopped and I went in the room for the next guy and caught the part where the the active shooter was shooting out the into the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it was a very interesting um, um, afternoon of watching these guys in action. And you know, like I said. I knew it was just training, but I got a little nervous. And it's um, a coaching point also. I mean, it's, it's for our guys also because, you know, training, some of our officers will get intimidated by the training, but we also let them know that, hey, this is for training. This is for your safety. This is to learn. Nobody's, you know, you know, everybody wants to do good. You know, egos are in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no doubt in my mind that those guys do that and that they step up to the plate to do that. They're there to protect our children and our staff. Yeah, I felt everybody was when when it was go time, everything everybody just tightened up and it was serious, very serious. And you know the the scenario was on. Yeah, and, those, you know those guys will laugh, bug and joke, and the guys and gals like the next people when it when it's time and one of our kids yeah. or one of our staff members are in danger, um, you better watch out because they're bringing it. For me, it was a great experience to actually be involved in the the training and be able to shoot some video of it. I was just going to take some pictures, and when they said I could actually be in the room, I'm like, okay, this is going to be video. <laughs> and so it turned out really well. Um, you know, quick edits to the video and everything. So thank you for giving um, Murray County Public Schools an opportunity to see how that kind of training transpires for our SROs. It's quite amazing, and it's an ongoing process, right? They do this frequently. Absolutely. We'll do it. I think they do it every semester. Anytime there's a PD day that we try to get into one of the schools, um, next time I'll probably set it up for you to be the bad guy. See, I'm maybe. not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> want to take a few, Mike Lyle, quit laughing over there. Take a few rounds from the simulation. I can just, I can, I can just see you know, five SROs. <laughs> I, know this, on him. I know this is radio, but I got scars on my finger to prove it. And I lost an iWatch one time from doing that. From I had it on, it? and it, yeah. I took a round right to – I was the bad guy. I took a round right to it. Yeah, it's like a little on. plastic pellet or something, isn't it? Like a paintball pellet? Well, that's the Airsoft. We, they also okay. they train with Airsoft, and it's you know, just – if you, you know, like in a BB gun, it's not metal, it's plastic. But when they do the simulation round, it's a it's a full-size round, but the tip of it's like a, a paintball. Okay. And so when it hits, it it, it hurts. I, I've got some pictures I'll show you after the, some of the guys that – Okay. Know, yeah, and, and I've I seen the live action and these, these guns being shot, and I, I could see the, the, the little the, – whatever, the little rubber bullet actually making contact, mm-hmm. and it was – um, I was making sure I was not in the line of fire. Yeah, it doesn't. No, I will say this: it doesn't come out like a uh, a, a real round wood. It's a, obviously a little bit slower, right? And I will for the the, the viewing the, the listening audience is that it, there are simulation rounds. There were no live guns, and there were no students in the building. Yeah, and I made a point to call when we did the video is show the gun. It was the blue gun, and it was a, called a simulation simulation yeah, yeah. simulation gun. Um, to let people know that you know there was no real guns involved, and I wasn't in a room in any real he, danger. He didn't have Alec Baldwin's armor on the set. <laughs> no, absolutely oh, not. Absolutely. No, we, not. <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, you know, the trainer we keep a sterile environment when they come in. The Jack can tell you that you know they pat us down before coming in. Yes. If you ever leave, you pat down to come back. Yep. There's no live rounds in there. I think maybe one person for security purposes out front with live rounds, not leaving yep. in. Uh, we kept the staff on one side, and uh, yeah, that know, was kind of interesting. I walk up and they're like, okay. Frisk, and I'm like, really? I got a camera, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, but it, I understood too that you were going into a situation where you do not need a live gun inside this absolutely place. Absolutely not. And, and 
so that we do not want a training accident. And no, like not at all. Said, we don't want that. It was a great day learning and watching and sharing with the, the, the community and the school district because we did that in the MCPS newsletter, which is a community Yeah, and I got good feedback from the sheriff's department. They really enjoyed you guys coming over there and doing that. And, you know, kind of, you know, made them feel special. Well, Tom, we'll be happy to come back anytime. And I want to give shout-out to those guys all the time because they do a lot of work behind the scenes that the public doesn't see. And most officers are seen in, in bad situations, and, right. and that's just the nature of the job. But those guys are doing – guys and gals are in the public's eyes, and, and they're there for the kids. They're, they're a positive image of law enforcement for our children. Wow. Great introduction, and I'm glad we were able to touch on that one subject you wanted to talk about because I had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Delk, people know you. People love you. You have the radio <laughs> station here. Sometimes. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself for the listening audience that might not know you. Well, I was born and raised right here in Columbia, Jack, and except for going off to college and law school, I've lived here all my life. Um, I grew up in the newspaper business. My family owned the Columbia Daily Herald. We sold it in 1983. I've been practicing law for the past 30 years or so and did 25 years as a federal prosecutor with the United States Attorney's Office in Nashville. I retired in 2018, started practicing law here, thought I'd practice about 20 hours a week. Pretty soon I was doing 50 hours a week. Of course. Of course. And then, uh, and, but having a really good time. I, I, and I, I am going to shout out to the Murray County Bar Association. You know, at the U.S. Attorney's Office, I worked with Nashville lawyers, Chicago lawyers, New York lawyers, Atlanta lawyers, L.A. lawyers. It's a mean, dirty business out there. The Columbia Bar, the Murray County Bar, has a tradition of collegiality that goes back. You know, I had forgotten about it because I practiced law for a few years here in the 80s. And I, as far as I can tell, it goes back to at least the 50s. And I don't mean it's a good old boy system. I mean, the, the, the lawyers here, I've enjoyed getting to know the, the young lawyers in the last couple of years. And I mean, the young lawyers, 40 and 50 year old lawyers. But uh, they, they are quite competent and uh, they are collegial in the sense that they don't pick. Uh, unnecessary fights. Now, they represent their clients as vigorously as they know how, but they aren't just gratuitously mean, you know. Uh, All right. And um, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very collegial atmosphere, and I think it, it serves the clients well because you're not billing for a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be billed. Uh, so that was a pleasure, judges, lawyers, getting to know them. But then two years ago, one of the lawyers came in the courtroom and said the radio stations are for sale. And so uh, – <laughs> Two weeks later, I owned them, and then two weeks later, COVID broke out, and then here we are. Wow. You started the radio station at the same point I started at the school district. Yeah. I started in January of 2020, and then the COVID hit in March of 2020, and it changed everything. I yeah. mean, for everybody, it seemed like. Um, yeah, we, we came in the door thinking we were going to be doing Mule Day, you know, which had always been a huge event for us at the Daily yeah. Herald, and I anticipated the same here, and then all of a sudden, Mule Day, poof. Uh, now we're blowing and going on Mule Day, though. It's, we're going to have a big one. We are very excited. We're going to be broadcasting on uh, WKRM 103.7 right here on the front porch, and the parade's going right by our front door. So we're excited. I'm excited. I, I haven't missed a Mule Day that's took place um, since I've lived in this area. So we have, our family usually has a lot of fun with Mule Day. It's something that you either want to run for the hills when it comes or you want to be involved. And I'm more of the be involved kind of guy. I like to be involved. I've been in the parade many times um, on floats, just walking the parade, um, taking pictures, et cetera. It's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. 
I, I am. We're gonna we're gonna be set up right here on the front porch uh, with George Plaster, George Hamilton V, and our very own Lou Maddox, who's a, a senior at Central High School. Amazing young man. Amazing young man. Uh, they're going to be doing the broadcast from the front porch. Clayton Harris and I are going to have remote microphones out in the parade, interviewing the Mule Day Queen, the Marshal, all that kind of stuff. And we think it's really going to be fun. We'll have some speakers set up where if you want to come watch, you know, from our front porch or from our front from our front yard, you can hear the broadcast. Excellent. As well as, you know, if you got your... What is Mule Day Parade? Is it... April 2nd, 11 a.m. Like yeah. April 2nd, 11 a.m., the annual Mule Day Parade in Columbia, Tennessee. Yes, sir. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Mike Lyle. Yes, sir. I don't get many chances to do this, and I want to do this today. I want you to... You're on the show every week with me, and I thank you for that and participating and helping me out. If I stumble, you pick me up. If I if I don't know what to say, you come right in there and help me out. Um, tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. I uh, was a uh, school teacher for 34 years. I uh, spent uh, about 12 years of that in private schools in three states, three different states, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Tennessee, most recently at Columbia Academy. Uh, from Columbia Academy, I went into the public school system, uh, spent roughly 23 years. So, you know, again, I teach English, so math is not exactly my strong suit. You can start adding up all the years, but, um, uh, was a high school English teacher and a football and baseball coach for, for all those years. Enjoyed it. Uh, my, uh, my wife's family, uh, grew up here in, uh, here in Columbia. And when we got the chance to come here, it was like coming home for her. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma and uh, have made Tennessee my, my home now. I've been here longer than I lived in Oklahoma. So uh, retired uh, at the beginning. I was a middle school baseball coach and high school English teacher at Cullioca when the pandemic uh, struck. I kind of realized all the changes that were coming and uh, decided that it, that was going to be a pretty good time for me to make a transition in my life. And uh, let the let the young bucks take over and make all the big changes and stuff. And then uh, Clayton Harris and Delk here gave me an opportunity to come in as a as a very very green engineer <laughs> here. And I've uh, been here roughly a little between a year and a half, two years here at the station. Loved every minute of it. Having a great time. Excellent. I'm so glad you're on the show, and thank you for helping me out when I do stumble. I appreciate that. Um, my name is Jack Cobb. I'm the communications director for Murray County Public Schools. I'm the big yellow school bus bus driver, as they like to call it. I was a GM retiree in 2016, took a few years off and traveled, and got fortunate enough to apply for what I did at GM um, was communications and able to apply for the job at Murray County Public Schools and become the communications director. It's been a great time, and it's it's a lot different this year, as you can imagine, with um, us going to back to a sense of normalcy. Um, the pandemic, our numbers are extremely low. Um, really, really thrilled to see that. I, I bet you are, Michael. Yeah, that definitely. We have had our own challenges on the school board as far as how to handle a lot of those uh changes during the COVID time. And now that things are getting back to normal, we feel like we can actually go back to focusing on the educational settings for our children and doing what's best for them. Jonathan? Yeah, if I never have to see uh, or make orders for masks or hand sanitizer again, <laughs> I would be, be lovely. We, we we had tons of that stuff around the place. Right. And, uh, and, and, and it was interesting uh, when it kind of relaxed here not too long ago. 
I would go into establishments where I seen people with masks that started working when they had masks on, and I didn't know them. I, I was like, um, you look familiar. And she goes, yeah, here's my mask. Now do you do see? You know, they hold their hand up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Cause, uh, you know, well, our world changed mask. a lot because used to when you'd walk into a bank with a mask on, <laughs> oh, you got all kinds of attention that it you didn't want. Now, now, if you walk in without the mask, you get the attention yeah. that you don't want. Well, guys, um, I, I'm being told we need to go to break, so we're going to go step away from uh, let our get a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with Michael Fulbright, Jonathan Barry, Del Kennedy, Michael Allen, and myself after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. People often ask about the initials after mine and Monty's names. Those initials are CFP, Certified Financial Planner. As a CFP, we will do our best to help you in the attainment of your financial goals while protecting those assets with proper insurance coverage. We encourage the team approach of holistic financial planning by working alongside your CPA and attorney. This is Gay Pike with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Let's make a plan. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. Barry Rankin is your hometown grocer at Foodland right here in downtown Columbia, Tennessee, right here on West 7th Street. Their flyer is called The Luck of the Irish Savings. Barry, tell us about it. All right. This week we have uh, preferred Angus T-bone steaks for $7.99 a pound. We have uh, whole boneless pork loins at $2.49 a pound. We've got green cabbage for $0.39 a pound for those who want to get into the St. Patrick's Day. We have Niagara Water 24-count package, 3 for 10 
and also sun-dried uh, four six-packs for $12. Barry, why don't you tell us about your days now? Okay, they're kind of easy and convenient hours to remember. We're open from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. These specials run from today, Wednesday, March 16th, through close business, Tuesday, March 22nd. Barry, you'll have some more specials for us next week, will you not? We will. We'll be getting closer to Easter coming up and the Mule Day Parade, too. All right, Barry Rankin, have a great week. Stay dry up there. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Beautiful day in downtown Columbia, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus. I'm here with uh, Board of Education School Board Chair Michael Fulbright. Good morning. Safe Schools Coordinator Jonathan Barry. Good morning, Jack. The owner and operator of Kennedy Broadcasting, Mr. Delk Kennedy. Good morning, Jack. And Mr. Mike Lyle. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. He's, he's got that <laughs> Irish accent. Luck of the Irish is with us today. Um, and there is a big um, basketball game today, well, if you're a UT fan. And it could put them into the next round in the uh, basketball hey, go bracket. Big, go Big Orange, you know. Yeah. Go big orange. Yeah, if, if they if they don't win today, there's going to be there, some, yeah, there's going to be some heat yeah. on Rocky Top. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Well, but talking know, they, about they won the SEC championship. I mean, you that's can't, great. You, know, you can't twenty six uh, years since they'd won. You can't you can't say go well. You know, hey, don't. Well, that just was they, they've had such a successful season that if they don't get out of this first these the into the Sweet yeah. Sixteen. Uh, there, yeah. There's going to be some questions about yeah, but, it, but you can't deny that championship. That oh yeah, sounds great. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Um, you know, th- talking about what's going on right now, and then we get that big game today. Um, I'm going to talk about some important dates coming up um, at Murray County Public Schools. Our pre-K and kindergarten enrollment started on March 15th. That means on March 15th we had um, the ability for all the preschool parents to go to a a set set school and register their kids for preschool. And then all kindergarten parents could go online and register their students for kindergarten. Um, It's that time of the year where open enrollment will be starting um, April 1st. And that's April 1st to April 30th. There is one month window for open enrollment. And that includes if you need to have an out of zone application. So if you live in one district and you need to have a student go to another school because of your job or whatever reason, you need to apply between April 1st and April 30th of this year to be, get that um, cemented in. Jack, I still remember the day my mama took me up to McDowell School for the first time. Yeah. Just down the road here, yeah. yeah. Yep. Still standing for a little while longer. A little while longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, McDowell is a, it's got a soft spot in my heart because one of the first things I did when I came on board as a communications director is I got a call that says we're having an event at McDowell. You want to come? I'm like, sure. And I got to go into the school, which I my kids didn't go to that school, so it was kind of cool. I had a good time that day. Um, it'll be a, it's an a, it's a school that will be missed, but it's hard, as, huh? It's hard to believe we had kids in there less than a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't know what the um, projected timeline is, but I know that that building is supposedly supposed to get cleared. It's soon. Soon? Yeah. We were walking through the other day in the bid for the um, asbestos abatement. I think I said that okay. right. 
Um, another b- big thing coming up, and this is involves all of our county, is the Special Olympics is on April 22nd at Columbia Academy. This is a fantastic event. If you've never been and you want to go, it's open to the public. And it's a pretty much an all-day event, and there's track and field and all kinds of cool things going on. I've been many times, and it's probably one of the most fantastic things you can witness to see somebody go across the, the um, finish line and win, and the, the expressions and the excitement. It's beyond. What was that date again, Jack? That is April 22nd at Columbia Academy. And that is a great thing to go to. I've been part of going to special ever since I played ball at middle. And uh, we went, you know, Coach McCullough had the football team go out there, and I've been ever since. I've been an employee here. I'm glad you're talking because my next item involves safety. Our parent, staff, and student safety surveys also start on April 1st. They're open for about 30 days, and we push those out to all the um, students, all the um, teachers, um, and the community. And we get input that helps us um, – you know, look at what may be needed to be addressed or things like that. So the safety survey starts April 1st, and that goes out to the entire community, parents, staff, students. Is that, you do that on a Google Doc, Jack? I can't remember. It's, it's on, it's a form. Yep. yep. Okay. You fill it up online. There's space to actually input um, uh, your concerns and not just to um, choose A, B, or C. So there's, it's a, it's a good, a good way to collect data and and I hope we get good feedback this year and so we can share it with our safety departments like Jonathan so we can better make decisions to help keep everybody safe. Well, we'll, do, we'll compile that data that comes from that and, we'll, and as, of course, other areas that we use and we'll use that in consideration when we document and, and start working up our drafts for the Safe Schools Grant. All right. And one that affects um, Mr. Fulbright on uh, March 22nd, the Community School Board Evaluation Survey will be sent out. And go ahead. Yeah, that that should be real interesting to see this year. We uh, do take that feedback very seriously. And uh, obviously this year we've had quite a few uh, quite a few controversial things happen. But that happens every year. Yeah, and that's school just board part members, of the job. As school board members, we always keep in mind that we're there to help the children. And that's that's our main goal. So we do appreciate parent and community feedback. And that does play a role in how we move forward with our goal setting. Yeah, I think everybody should take an opportunity when we send this survey out, and we'll put this out there on the online on social media and stuff. Um, and you know, give some feedback. And it always helps when they know what's going on as far as what the community's thinking and what their community wants. Um, and you know, it's a difficult job, but it's a it's a passion of love job. It's something that you know we need to have it. And would you guys actually do a great job? Well, we have a lot of dedicated school board members. It, it all comes down to everybody realizing that even though we disagree, kind of like Delk was saying with the attorneys in town, we may disagree, but we're all respectful of each other, and we mm-hmm. realize that we're pulling in the same direction, and that's really focusing on the education for our children. And, you know, it, it does take a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of time, but it's also very rewarding when you realize that you're making a contribution to the community especially a community we all love and many have grown up here. Um, it's just a special privilege that we see that we have as school board members. You know, I didn't think much about it when my kids were in school, even though I had I associated with um, somebody who was on the school board through the Columbia Central Band, and he he talked about it all the time, and I would like go, oh, cool. 
And that's about as far as I went with it because I was content with what happened in, with my students and my children in school. <laughs> Everything seemed to go really well. My kids did well. They got good grades. They were involved in sports and arts and stuff like that. So I, I had a good experience with my, my both of my daughters and, and uh, our public schools here. <laughs> Um, let's talk about proms, and, and I'll go through this list fairly, qu- fairly quickly. The first prom is going to be April 16th, which is coming up within about a month. Then Kalioka, is, that's Santa Fe, and then Kalioka is April 23rd. Central High School is April 23rd also, and they're going to be at, of all places, the Mule House. I thought that was pretty cool. Now, that is really cool. And yeah. what, a, what a cool place to have a prom. I mean, and it's just awesome. I don't know if, it, if you knew or have seen it yet, but they've got the new event space open, not just the, the music venue. They have a event space. I think it's in the lower level. They have like a, a large room to have proms or whatever you want to have down there. I've, I've not seen it yet, Jack. I've, I've heard something about it. It's, it sounds like. One of the many exciting things going on at the Mule House. Yeah, yeah is, is that in addition to the, the the bar they have down there? Is there a different? Yeah, it's in addition to. Yeah, okay, yeah, I've only seen the, that. Yeah, they have the bar downstairs, right. and that's right below the music venue. Then you have the music venue, the main place, well, a lounge, and, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, lounge downstairs. They've got a substantial portion of the old Baptist Church to still build out, and they've got plans. And this is just another step in the build out. Okay. Yeah, they're supposed to be a hotel, right? Eventually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Or I mean, maybe sooner. I don't know. This is amazing what these two have done to this old church when they bought it and made this venue. I've been there for a couple of music shows. Amazing. I mean, my gauge of it would be that about half the old church has been built out so far. They've got a lot of room to build. Yeah, I like I've been there for a show. Actually, we're going back in May for uh, Resurrection, the Journey cover band. So there you go. I went to Eagle Maniacs. That was a lot of fun, and of course, I got to see Cassie Coleman up there after she came back from American Idol. That was great. Um, and I've been to some different events there, different music events. It's, it's just a great time. So we're we're very fortunate to have a place like Mule House right here in downtown Cool, Columbia. Yes, we are. I think the kids will have fun there, too. And with all the yeah. pubs, Jack, I know you had not listed all, all the ones, but we will have – our SROs will be providing security for that also. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah uh, that'll, that'll – I think the kids are just going to love the Mule House. Oh, yeah, that, that'll – My daughters are going, so they should – Also make it a lot – more convenient for a lot of their picture taking situations because usually there's an invasion down here downtown especially around the pole home and stuff in their garden yeah, area the for photos. the pictures now that yeah. now they're within walking distance you know go take the pictures and just walk over to the menu yeah, for and, sure uh, you're right Coach. that'll be big i did that with my both of my girls we had to go downtown and we had to take pictures and we had to go to polk home was actually where we took our our photos the gardens and everything very beautiful there well, let me continue on we have hampshire on april 30th we have santa fe hang on i got santa fe listed twice here Two problems at Santa. Fe. Well, all righty, April thirtieth. Wow. Uh, don't don't take that money to the bank, other guys. Yeah, they're really sure. celebrating. The yeah, school. <laughs> I have to double check that one. Um, I've got Spring Hill on April thirtieth, and Mount Pleasant will round up the proms on May seventh. Um, that's a, a good um, group of proms. I think the April sixteenth was wrong, and I believe that Spring Hill is on April thirtieth. I'm pretty sure. And graduations. Let's talk about graduations. Northfield Virtual Academy, Saturday, May 7th. Mount Pleasant High School, Thursday, May 12th. Wow, that's early. Yes, sir. Um, the Virtual Academy is usually the first one. They've already had their, their – they had a mid-year graduation already. So school's going to be out 
first week in May, basically? No, school doesn't end until the 20th, I think. Okay, the gradu- go ahead with the graduation. Though. Yeah. That's, Mount Pleasant. I'm not May familiar 12th. with that. Yeah. yeah, they turn the seniors loose. Or- yeah, but pretty much if you're a senior in May 12th, if you graduate, I don't think you're going to have, you know, that next eight days are, are big. Or I don't think I'm, they're going to mandatory attendance you. I'm out of the zone, Jack. My, my <laughs> children graduated high school 20 years ago or better, and uh, and our graduations were – Almost immediately after school was out, but there you go. Mine was too. Um, Spring Hill High School, Friday the 13th, May 13th. I love that day because it's my lucky day. Any Friday the 13th is a great day. Um, Columbia Central High, Monday, May 16th. Um, Santa Fe on Tuesday, May 17th. Hampshire Unit School, Thursday, May 19th. And last but not least, Kalioka Unit School on Friday, May 20th. And, and if you want to, these are um, open to the public. Most of them, I don't think you'd want to go to everyone. But I will be attending every graduation, and I like to go take pictures and get um, information to share with the community about how these graduations went. They're a lot of fun. Listening to the, the salutatorian and the valedictorian talk are always rewarding. Um, they, they're so insightful. It's, it's really, really great time. All right. I want to also advertise since I'm on graduations, Strive to Drive. That is something cool. Yes. You're going to be there, right? I will. You tell me when. May 21st, 5 p.m. at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Oh, I think we're going to broadcast that live. Yes, sir. We're going live that evening. We're going to have music going on with um, the help of WKOM, I believe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, could we get you to do the broadcast? Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. Let's uh well let's let's say yes now and make sure I'm available but yeah okay yeah. I, I like the idea I think it'd be a lot of fun yeah um so strive to drive if you don't know is a brainchild of Eddie Collier the owner of Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram he has a passion for education and he, he was thinking about ways to help make help drive students to do better. To get good grades. Literally. To, to, yeah, yeah, literally, because <laughs> I'm going to tell you what he gives them. To do better, to, to be at school, to get good grades, to complete FAFSA, to pl- complete other things, to prepare for college, or whatever he could do in this. For every time you did something good, like you had for a semester, you had perfect attendance, you got an entry. For every time you had B on a roll or better, you got an entry. So you had an opportunity to get up to nine entries and Eddie Collier is giving away a 2022, let me see, Jeep Compass. I've seen it. It is an amazing car. It's wrapped with the uh, decals and everything on it. This is Strive to Drive, Saturday, May 21st, 5 p.m. at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And it now, is the winner will be a student yes, of Murray County Schools. Yes, sir. And how is that student selected? It is a drawing. So you get as up to nine entries for, throughout the school okay, year. Okay, so you've been getting points for right. grades, attendance, yes. extracurriculars, whatever. Yes. I do believe so, uh, in perfect attendance is, perfect is, attendance is the, is is the, first, is yep. the first primary. For each one of those boxes you check, you get another. Yes. Your name goes in the hat another time. Up to nine entries per student. So your chances of being drawn increase. Yes, sir. And last year, a young lady from Hampshire Unit School – um, it was virtual the last couple of years because of the pandemic. This year it will be in person. 
Um, she was, her name was called on, they read, did, all that they did was a social media live okay. broadcast. Mm-hmm. And her name was called, and, and about the very last second, somebody said, I got her on the line. And so she won. And it turned out to be a good friend of mine, Jim Hawkins granddaughter awesome and she made it to the to the uh the dealership to pick up the car um we stuck around that day to meet her and uh, her friends told me this she very rarely if ever smiled until that day there you go yeah (laughs) well jack i think you and mike lyle would be the perfect team to do that live (laughs) broadcast i really do i think we're on on that mike sounds like it all right. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a great thing. Thank you, Eddie Collier and Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for really believing in education and the students in Murray County. And by the way, this is just Murray County Public Schools. Um, so this is a big event. And the last thing I really want to stress on this, if you're listening to this and you have a senior in school, they must be present to win. Okay? We've visited every school, me and one of the representatives from – Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, but went to every school and met with the seniors and told them this twice now, and we will go one more time before the end of the year to make them understand you have to be there to win. You can't be, and um, Henry Loggins is the guy that goes with me, you can't be with your buddies eating pizza that day, okay, because that happened to a guy that actually works at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. He was with his friends eating pizza, and his name got called. He didn't win the car. There you go. Mm. But his friend did. Show up. Somebody he knew won the car. <laughs> Show so up. So you've got to be there to win. So it's very important. And now, if, Surely if you've gotten all those entries, you, you can, you've learned how to show up. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there is scenarios if there's a sporting event or something going on, school or even work, you know, you can't tell people you can't go to work. You can have a proxy. You just have to contact the dealership in advance to set up the proxy. They have to know that there's a proxy for that. So that when, uh, when a name gets called and it's on the proxy list, they can have somebody raise their hand in their place. So it's, it's not a 100% must be there, but you need to be there. And it's going to be fun. Our SROs give away a laptop every year, and I've been told they're going to do it again. Yep, and I'm, the, the, the Chrysler Dodge dealership over there, they help huge during the, the sheriff's rodeo. I remember when I was a finance chairman, that's a big part of that. Yeah, and that's part of the SRO, uh, the sheriff's department, mm-hmm. right? It's part yeah. of the McCaslin Reserve Officer Association. Yep. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, so I, I really want to just um, tell you, it, it's so cool that we have our community support like that. You know, we have a community that gives away, it's, it's like a $30,000 car, Okay. That's amazing. And people think, well, it's a lease, right? No, they're getting the title to the car. They have to pay the federal taxes at the end of the year because you have to claim that you, know, that you received something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I don't think there's anybody in this community that wouldn't go ahead and pay $3,000 for a $30,000 brand new car. There you go. So I'm, I'm getting the signal. How, what are we at on time? About 40 seconds. All right. Well, yeah, I guess we go and go ahead and take another break here and get a word from our sponsors. I want to thank Caledonian Financial for sponsoring the Big Yellow School Bus. And we'll be back in a few moments with Michael Fulbright, Jonathan Berry, Delk Kennedy, Mike Lyle, and myself after these words. All right.
Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, this is George Plaster. I'm fired up. The good folks at WKRM 1037 on the FM dial have asked me to be a part of a special Mule Day Parade broadcast. I'll be working with George Hamilton V and Lewis Maddox. It's Saturday, April the 2nd at 11 in the morning. George, you got a great first name. Can't wait to work with you. Well, George Plaster, you got a great first name, too. And I am so happy that we're going to be here on the front porch of Front Porch Radio at the corner of Walker and West 7th Street in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee, with George Plaster, George Hamlet V, and Big Lou Maddox. You can listen on the radio or online at WKRMRadio.com. The parade is back, everybody. It's going to be a huge celebration. Join us on the front porch. It's going to be a blast. It's a tradition in Columbia, Mule Day. Join us. It'll be fun. I guarantee it. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus. Boy, I hope you had your pen and paper out because we were giving all kinds of dates earlier in the show just now. Um, so much stuff going on in Murray County Public Schools with proms and graduations. And, you know, then we have spring sports happening right now. We've got uh, baseball, all kinds of cool things happening. Michael, is it baseball, right? Yeah, baseball, softball, uh, tennis, I believe. is it, Golf's a fall sport, isn't it? Or is it? I'm not sure when they do the 
golf. I think it's also uh, track and field for those that you know. The, we got a couple of schools involved in that. Uh, yeah, the, the spring fling will be coming up um, about the third, second or third week of May. Yeah. Uh, I don't know soccer, if are they going. Yeah, uh, yeah. Boys soccer. Boys soccer is in yeah. the spring in there. Yeah, yeah boys soccer is spring. In the fall. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, there's a lot going on now that daylight savings time has kicked over. Uh, you got a lot of daylight to, and, and the days are warming up, so a lot of stuff going on outside. Wasn't there a vote about not changing daylight savings time that I heard on the news, Doug? Did you hear that? There's something it, going on with it, Congress. I don't know what's going on. It passed there. one house, yeah, and then it's it's got to go to the next house. But I think and it's then, a permissive bill where it would allow states to. Yeah. Okay, uh, so it's still a state decision. I yeah, I thought it was. It's, it's confusing, Jack. You may not remember that back in the '70s when we had the energy shortage or whatever, we went nationally to daylight savings time uh, year round. The problem is, and you know, the school safety folks can talk about this. It was really, you know, we weren't getting light till about seven o'clock in the morning, and during the December, December, January, and we had school kids out there waiting on the bus in, in the, the dark, dark. and yeah. it, it was not good. Uh, That's that, you know, we we hear that on our buses, and they have to run early, especially now with driver shortages. We they're 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 coming out, so that that would put some kids in the dark. Yeah, and so that's that's why we retreated nationally from that at that time. That those school buses were, you know, kids were out there in the yeah. dark in traffic and whatnot, and it just wasn't good. Well, and so we went to the present system where it's a pretty spring short, ahead and fall back. Yeah, but it's pretty short window yeah. of um, mm-hmm. of no daylight savings. You know, to, I'd like it just stand one time personally. But hey, Michael, tell me what's going on in the in the the world of the board of education and being the school board chair. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, what do you, what's going on that you'd like to share with the listening audience? Well, there's two big things that we're looking at right now. The first being the posting is open currently for superintendent of schools. We will begin that hiring process a little bit later in the spring, but right now is the time we're receiving resumes which is exciting because we've been contacted by several folks even prior to the posting wanting to know how to apply. Cool. So that looks like we're going to have a good pool of candidates. The second thing is we're starting our budgeting process for the next fiscal year. We're looking at our capital plan. We have a five-year plan that we update each year, or every six months, actually. And then that'll guide our request to the county commission. We are planning to do some long-range vision type stuff, as well as looking for the best way to compensate our teachers for the dedication and hard work that they're always putting in. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll create our budget with the needs that we have and uh, work with our, our dear friends at the County Commission to hopefully get that approved. Man, I hope so. I'm, my daughter's a teacher, and, and I, I know the struggle. She says she's content with her, her rate of pay and everything because she loves her job a lot. And, you know, but I know we've got to be competitive in, in uh, teacher salaries and everything going on. So hopefully that's a successful run at the budget this year. And hopefully you'll get tons of candidates to look at and pull through for the superintendent of schools. And I want to, you know, thank uh, Lisa Ventura for stepping up and the interim superintendent right now. She's doing a bang out job. She's a fabulous uh, person. And I think right now we're, we're heading in the right direction again. We are. And she's really got a lot of uh, initiative. It's kind of, kind of nice to be able to get an email when she identifies what a problem is 
at a certain area and then presents a very detailed plan on how to address it and solve it. She really takes that initiative, and um, I think she will be a great benefit when we hire a new person in that position because she can mentor and help with Absolutely. that transition. We've never really had that where we have somebody no, mentoring it's out the new with the person. old and in with the new. And yeah, this is going to be much smoother. Throw you into the fire. <laughs> and I think that this will uh, allow us to have a lot greater success than we've really ever had. I like that. Hey, Jonathan, you were telling me during the break something about some um, safety protocols that went in place this year. Well, they've been in, been in place. They've been in place for a while. Okay, tell us a little bit about what you're talking about, about then. I, and sometimes it's frustrating to our, our, our public that's visiting schools. We want to, Murray County schools are open to everyone. We want people to come and visit when it's appropriate, however. Right. Um, as we talked earlier, we put the RSROs, they train for active shooter situations. With that, we have access control through a vigilant. And what that does is allows our front people staff, front front office staff. A vigilant, that's like a software program? Yes, or? we use our cameras through and our system okay. software program we use. It allows a person to be vetted before they come in the building. So I want to remind the public that when you when they come to one of our buildings, you're welcome to come there. Be sure you have some sort of form of government ID. Driver's license is the most popular, but something that has your name on it. You'll come up to the door. You'll push the call button. You'll wait to be uh, answered. You'll show your ID to the door. You'll state your reason for your visit. The person will give you instructions on what to do after that, and then you're welcome to come into our building. And once you're in the building, you're they have to ha- actually scan your driver's license, correct? We will scan your ID, and we have a system called Raptor, and what that does is it runs your uh, ID in a national database, and um, if you're a bad person, I like the, I like <laughs> the name Raptor for the bad people. So you know, kind of stay away if you're not supposed to be near a school. Well, and what it does, it, it shows several different. And the, the biggest thing that we run into with Raptor is, um, and I'll say something, we, it's rare that it happens. Um, sex offenders, yeah, um, slipping that, through the crack. That, that'll that'll show up on the thing, and then we have to go be. Ah, uh, okay. That's when we alert the SROs, or they'll alert me and let me know. And then we'll vet that person to see. Sometimes it comes back hits different names false hits mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, we'll vet that person, find out why they're there. Um, couldn't, might have a child there. Right. Okay. Well, I'm, we I'm have glad to make we sure use, we're, we're above boards with that. I'm glad we use all these extra protocols for safety. I know getting in the buildings, um, myself, I, I still use every process, and except as I'm a, an employee, I don't have to have the driver's license scan because I've already been vetted. Right. But um, let's go ahead, and um, we've only got about five minutes left in the show, and we traditionally do... The Big Yellow School Bus shout-outs to close out the show. And so I'm going to go around the room, and I'll start with you, Michael Fulbright. Do you have a shout-out today? I do. I have two, actually. One is uh, our teachers as a collective group. We're honoring the Teacher of the Year candidates this week. Uh, yeah, actually tonight. Yes, On tonight. St. Patrick's Day. I bet there'll be a lot of green in there tonight. And, and I think that they need to be thanked every day. So if you have a student, go... Uh, Go thank their teacher. And then also I want to thank all the uh, school board members because, like I said, we're getting ready to come up on a season where there's going to be a lot of extra meetings, and every one of them are hanging in there and uh, giving it all they've got. Excellent shout-out. Jonathan Barry. I always want to thank our our administrators and our teachers for the job they do, but a lot of people that go unseen are the folks in our operations department. That's our maintenance guys, our custodians, and our bus drivers. Our bus drivers are having a hard time right now. Yes, they are. They're older uh, group of workers of folks and then that we it's hard to get somebody to come in and drive a bus and they're they're doubling up routes they're they're staying late coming in early working their tails off so i want to give those guys a shout out know that they're appreciated and doing the best they can to get our kids to and from school safely yeah and they sometimes do it with double duty and stuff like that i mean it's pretty amazing i made an announcement a couple of weeks ago that i would be 
uh, going ahead and taking my physical to apply for getting my driver's license. And Julie Beck was on the show, and she goes, if you get your driver's license, I'm riding with you. And I'm like, so excited. Okay. That's about to be all hands on day. I mean, you'll be, yeah. driving, we'll be driving the kids around. We'll be driving them around. Doug, did you have a shout-out for today? Yes, I do. I want to, I don't want to shout-out for the Murray County School Board and Murray County Public Schools. I've uh, had the opportunity, the pleasure of spending a lot of time in and around the board and the schools uh, all over the county in the last two years. Um, and everywhere I go, uh, they're – I've run into good-hearted people just trying to do the right thing. Um, it's not been without controversy, but I just have yet to see that person who just wasn't trying, didn't care. You know, uh, they—they everybody's trying. Everybody's trying to pitch in, make it work. So, um, shout out to Murray County School Board, Murray County Schools. Thank you, Delk. And Mike Lau. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the teachers that are serving as prom and graduation coordinators. Uh, they, <laughs> wow. they, have been, they have been working, actually been working all year, all school getting year, ready, you know, yeah. raising funds, getting things organized, getting things ordered, and stuff like that. But now all that work is starting to come to a head, and it's a flurry of activity. And the thing we got to also remember about them is they're still full-time teachers. Yeah. And they're still carrying a full class load. Uh, some, some of them were coaches that, that have – spring assignments and so uh uh you know hats off to them for doing their work because the one thing they always every teacher i ever worked with in in this role uh understood they were creating memories that are going to last a lifetime oh and that so takes me back though <laughs> and, i mean all of our dances and proms and whatever yeah. back in the day were over in the memorial building and the problem with security over there is it's hot as heck come May, and all those windows in the back, well, that was, you know, that was just a mm-hmm. sieve. You know, we could go in and out <laughs> yeah. those windows, and I had people about your size, you know, grabbing me, son. We, you know, yeah. I was I'm sure the Memorial Building has lots of stories yeah, over there. coming in oh, and out of those windows, you know. Well, I have a real quick shout-out, and we're almost out of time. I want to shout-out back to what you shouted out earlier, Jonathan. I want to shout-out those SROs. I watched them in action in that training, and I hear from my own grandkids when I mention their SRO at their school, how much they love them. They are there for the kids. They're there to protect the kids, and we really need them, and we appreciate them. Well, I think that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. I want to thank Michael Fulbright, Jonathan Berry, Del Kennedy, Mike Lyle, of course, and myself. For Thank you for joining us today, and we'll be back next week with another great edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Sundays at 7 p.m., and Mondays at 5 p.m. Right here on WKRM 103.7 FM. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Columbia Mule Day is back. Plan now to attend all four days, Thursday, March 31st through Sunday, April 3rd. Arts, crafts, flea market, and live music every day starting at 10 a.m. All of your favorite Mule Day events. The State Auctioneer Contest, Driving Mule Show, the Old Fashioned Log Pulling Competition, Jackpot Mule Races, Liars Contest, 